Handle on the News. Handle on the News! Shut up, Bill. Sound like a dying donkey, weirdo. And now, here's Bill Handle. KFI uh, Handle here, and uh, good morning on a Friday. Friday's here, and uh, we have a, a big show for you. Like Ed Sullivan. How many people know who Ed, Ed Sullivan is? It's a really big show. No, it's a really big shoe. Shoe. It's a big shoe <laughs> we have. Yes. And now here's Topo Gigio. Yeah. <laughs> Sarai, Sarai. <clears throat> okay. I have just a weird, uh, that's just an obscure reference. Okay. Uh, let's say hello. Hi. Uh, I have a message for you, Handel. Jennifer Jones Lee. Yes, ma'am. On National Donut Day. Oh, yeah. There it is. It says you are a sprinkle donut in a world of plain bagels. That's a message from somebody? Yeah. That's, or is uh, that like a meme that you found? That's from me to you. Yeah, but that's... Oh, wait a it's sec. my t-shirt. I'm a sprinkled donut in a world of plain bagels. Plain bagels are so much better than sprinkled donuts. What is wrong with you? Plain bagels are, are life itself. They're the elixir. Well, the elixir actually is uh, the cream cheese, uh, but <laughs> it was... They're the vessel yeah. <laughs> which conveys the elixir of yeah, life. Yeah, I, Today we have a, a fun, fun donut uh, episode. And uh, there is uh, Jennifer Jones Lee announced that when Neil comes in, uh, we're going to do a donut test and find out the best donuts in Southern California. It'll be a blind test. It's very where blind. Neil and I will uh, actually we're inviting a group of blind people uh, in to uh, test our donuts. <clears throat> no, do I have that I, wrong? I, yeah, I think so. I think okay. it's just going to be you and Neil. Oh, okay, fair enough. And uh, there's Wayne. <laughs> morning, Alex. Good morning. And where's Morgan's arm? Not here. Oh, Morgan's off today? Oh, Morgan's arm is gone today. All right. See, I can't see very well. There's glare. There is glare. Uh, And John is there. There's John. John is there. John is always there. Okay. Uh, What else we have going on? Uh, National Donut Day. It's a big deal. It's huge stories that we're covering today. First of all, the Samantha B story in, in and versus Roseanne, and we're going to talk a lot about that. Well, uh, an entire segment coming at 7 o'clock. And the hypocrisy, uh, the hypocrisy word is being thrown about. There is a fundamental difference between Samantha B and Roseanne and those tweets, and I'll talk about that at 7 o'clock. Also, North Korea, Mike Pompeo said, uh, you know what? The, the summit uh, may not happen, no certainty, on the 12th, although it's going to happen. And, uh, uh, and then Kim... Uh, Chi is the spy chief. Uh, the for uh, Chol? Pardon? Chol. Oh, I thought it was Kim Chi. Oh, no. No, no, no. Anyway, he meets uh, with President Trump today. Well, let's just do it, guys. You ready? Let's do it. Late story. Late She's had Samantha B is facing mounting criticism of calling Ivanka Trump a feckless. Punt, except not using the letter P, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yes, we pretty, get it. Pretty, yeah, and that's pretty disgusting. Uh, during uh, her show, Full Frontal, and uh, it's, uh, she's not been fired yet. And I'm going to do more about this at 7 o'clock. She has not been fired. The word hypocrisy is being thrown all over the place, except, and at 7 o'clock I'll cover this, I will, I understand, and there is such a fundamental difference between those two. Okay. A lot. By the way, uh, a lot of it may be uh, sixty pounds. Wow. 
You are on fire this morning. Man. Hey, I can, I'm allowed to do fat jokes because I am, okay? Okay, I can do, there's well, several kinds of jokes. Body shaming is okay because oh, of me. Of here me. we go. Okay, let's just move on. Yes, Jew jokes because you're a Jew. That's bald right. jokes because you're bald. That's correct. What about ugly feet jokes because you're wearing sandals today? Oh. Can you make those? Oh. Summer, uh, summer uniform is in. Yeah. Cargo shorts. And- Watch out, people on Instagram who right. follow the Instagram at Bill right. Handel Show because in uh, a few minutes from now, you're right. going to see his summer uniform. Yep, and of course, handle mandals. If, get those, if you still have handle. your uh, special glasses <laughs> left over from the eclipse, you're going to want to put them on. All right, let's Move. All right. Do you have any jokes about retaliatory <laughs> tariffs? Because <laughs> that's all I got. Because Mexico and Canada are mad. Saying it's Macron says, uh, you know, in France, they were calling it yesterday a mistake. And yep. he was saying that, you know, this was nationalism war. And now you've got Mexico and Canada who are like, okay, you want to play? We'll play. So we've okay. had things taxed like. Apples and grapes, whiskey, orange yeah. juice. We're going to, uh, I'm going to talk more about this because uh, I have really mixed feelings about that. We're going to a trade war. There's no question. We're going now, now is who's going to get hurt, who's not. Some people are going to be helped. And uh, what's, uh, it, Mexico, uh, it, the tariff is on uh, Mexican steel, yeah. uh, Mexican aluminum. Uh, the tariffs are on uh, what uh, Mexico brings into this country. Uh, tariff on diarrhea. Uh, there are tariffs <laughs> on. Let's just move on. This can be the whole morning. Oh, what? <laughs> it's, it's what did Friday. you have for it's breakfast? Friday. <laughs> are you the, Are you excited because John Thomas is coming in today? Well, that's always to see fun. John Thomas. Uh, that's one of the things. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited. And, and Neil, Neil, some of my favorite people. Okay. So you're basically a giddy little boy. Today. I am absolutely giddy, and my summer uniform. Oh. And donuts. You know who's not acting like a giddy little boy? Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who Ooh, says, as sec- you just pointed out, the summit might not be uh, ready in time for June 12th. Hey, he said he's not. I mean, it's not like dark doom and gloom. He said we're making great progress, but there's still a lot of things to work out. June 12th is fast approaching. It yep. might not be. Uh, we might be able to do it then. Yep. And also he met with that uh, the former spy chief, Kim Young Chol. And, oh, I forgot where I saw this now, but somebody was talking about what they had for dinner. And this is how yeah, they, they, they described the dinner as steak, corn, and cheese. I go figure. I don't go know Go figure. Mike Pompeo is an interesting guy. We should do a, a background check on him. This is a one. Check. No, I know, we should actually do a story. I think he's been vetted. Yeah, I think so. We should do a story. because this. He, I'll start following him yeah, around. He is one uh, heavy-duty Secretary of State on several different levels. Okay. Was that another yeah, pretty much. I think it was supposed to be corn souffle. And I like how Pompeo turned something beautiful into corn and cheese. I love corn souffle. <laughs> corn souffle is tremendously good stuff. But would you ever say, hey, Marjorie, cook me up some corn and cheese? <sighs> no. No, it, it's corn. It's cheesy corn souffle is not that good because it overpowers the sort of subtleness of a corn souffle. Just, just say it. I sound like Neil. We'll take a break and come back. All right, we're back. Handle and the morning crew. Uh, more handle on the news. Uh, oh, uh, big controversy. Uh, probably the biggest controversy of the day. 
and that is uh, what kind of corn was eaten at the dinner between uh, Mike Pompeo and uh, Kim Young-chol meeting in New York. It was reported uh, Mike Pompeo simply said it was corn. We talked about it being corn souffle. L.A. Times describes it as uh, corn puree. Oh, puree, puree with cheese, or is the cheese a completely separate menu item? I think they're mis- I think they're mixing it up because there was also uh, buffalo milk uh, cheese. Oh, burrata, buffalo milk cheese. Ooh, so I, I see. Yeah, yeah. So they're mixing. So that's the meal: a steak, yeah. corn puree. Were they in a, in a rest home? They mozzarella, <laughs> buffalo <laughs> bill. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was and uh, the buffalo bu- mozzarella. Yeah, the buffalo mozzarella. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a controversy. We wow. can go on with a few other uh, items. Uh, oh, and then uh, it, we'll just go past this one. We already talked about it. Secretary, Secretary of State says he doesn't know if, in fact, the summit will take place uh, June 12th, date-wise. Well, we don't know that this is going to happen, but there are a couple big names being floated for pardons. I mean, I think we can assume that... Martha Stewart and former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich are going to be pardoned. I think we can assume that's uh, going to happen. It's, I don't even know where where is the president going with this. I pardons, don't understand. Pardons or commutation? Well, Stewart's no, pardons, out. Outright pardons. Stewart's out. Oh, they're both out. No, Blagojevich is still in jail. I think Blagojevich, I, he got 17 years and uh, he went into jail in uh, 2012. So I think he's still sitting in jail. Because this, this headline says commutations. That, again, that could just be the they I think, don't they don't yeah, know that I think I think separate. they're straight out pardons. That's what I've seen is yeah. they're straight out pardons. Yeah. And so. it, it's uh, wonderful what uh, the president said, particularly about uh, Rod Blagojevich. 18 years in jail for being stupid and saying things that every other politician, you know, that many other politicians say is a quote. And if you look at what he said, he says something to the effect like what I do get stupid thing to say. But he's sort of saying he's going to make a U.S. senator, which is a very big deal. And it was foolish. 18 years now, and then he went on and on. Uh, now, there is a, there, you're right, I'm going to make you a senator. Okay, that is, I don't know if that's stupid or not. Uh, Blagojevich says, I'm going to sell you Obama's seat. You think there's a difference? Yeah. And did you hear Rudy Giuliani made some comment, too, about Martha Stewart, where he, you know, considering her lying, and he said, well, lying isn't necessarily black and white. Um... Well, there are white lies, and then there are black lies, but there are, uh, well, yes. But in lie, this you case, either tell but the in truth this or case, you don't. But in this case, Martha Seward did the cover-up. She lied about the stock and the stock sale that she had. Yeah. And she had inside information, and she would have gotten a slap on the wrist. She would have been convicted of a misdemeanor uh, had she just fessed up to what she did. Instead, she lies, covers it up. Felony jail time. I think she only did four months, right? Oh, yeah, at Camp Cupcake. Right. And now she's the latest uh, Food Network judge on Chopped. Uh, wow. In Fullerton, <laughs> a woman stabbed her therapist with a knife, holed up in the office with the therapist still in there as a hostage. The police came in, knocked down the door, and shot the uh, yeah. the attacker to death. Yes, I'm doing uh, and now, the, the husband a... of the therapist has said she's, she's in good she's shape. okay. She is, yeah. And I, I can understand this. I've had some therapists that I didn't like. And, uh, you know, I mean, you have to look at the other side of this. I think I think you just find another therapist, though. Oh, uh, maybe. Well, of us just change. Yeah. Also, therapist. what knife and where was the knife? And did she show up to the appointment with a knife? Or did know. the therapist have a knife 
sitting on. I mean, I don't understand how the knife got into play here. Maybe she just brought a knife. Maybe with her. she did. Yeah. Oh man. So now you have to go through metal detectors before your uh, therapy appointments. Well, the boy who was shot in Palmdale at is now suing the school district. And we've got guns in our school. Violence rules. Guns are cool. And suing the Antelope Valley High School District. He was shot at Highland High last month, and here's what he says. He says he never expected it to happen. Now that I did get shot, I don't even like feel like going to any other school because it happened at one school and it could happen at another. Yeah, it's true, but uh, so it's homeschooling, I guess, because it's not going to happen at home. Well, the whole family, I guess, is suing because the lawsuit is also filed on behalf of the boy's sister who says she was traumatized yeah, and watching school, her brother get shot. And against the uh, school district. Now, uh, the lawyer said uh, that what the family really wants is the school district to set up a safety plan, train security guards, uh, actually protect students, have at least one school resource officer on the ca- uh, on campus. That's what they want. Not the $15 million they're suing for. That they don't want. Right? Right. Okay. Uh, we will be coming back. In the meantime. KFI Handle. It is a uh, Friday morning. First day of June. And on the Instagram, I'm wearing, um, celebrating uh, June with uh, my uh, summer uniform is now kicked in. Don't go look at it while you're eating breakfast. Uh, it's absolutely true. On Instagram at Bill right. Show. Also, Law Day 2018 is coming Saturday, June 16th from 9 to 2 p.m. at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Over 100 legal experts from HandleOnTheLaw.com. Free legal advice in virtually every field of law. I'll be broadcasting Handle on the Law live from 9 to 11 a.m. there. Attend free seminars, win prizes throughout the day. Log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day, sponsored by Cunning Dental. If you have loose or missing teeth, call Cunning Dental for a free exam and CT scan. Call 888-640-SMILE. That's Law Day, Saturday, June 16th. All right, back we go. More handle on the news. Uh, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Man in Florida was shot to death by police. The family sued, and uh, the jury has come in with their verdict. Four dollars. One dollar for funeral expenses. One dollar for each of his children's loss of parental companionship. And that's it. They found the cop who shot him not liable at all. The sheriff of the county, they found 1% responsible. And the guy who got shot, 99% responsible for getting shot. So... Uh, this is uh, the issue of comparative liability. California has the same thing. It's a question of percentage. Uh, if a case is worth $100,000 and one side or the other, uh, they split up the percentages. If the jury or the fact finder, the judge, feels that the plaintiff is 60% responsible, he, uh, the plaintiff only gets 40% of the money. And uh, in other states, it's uh, if uh, someone is 51% responsible or not, it goes that way 100%. Uh, it depends on the state. Every jurisdiction is different. All so, right. So because it was $4 in damages and because, uh, because the, that's the one sheriff percent. was one. So the sheriff is on the hook for $0.04. Cents. Yes. And then there's a finding. I don't know how it works in Florida, but there was a finding that the guy who got shot to death was drunk at the time. And because of that... The sheriff doesn't even have to pay the four cents. 
by statute. Yep, interesting. And it, it's, a, it's a weird case. Uh, they're going after their... It's a domestic dispute. Someone calls about screaming. Uh, the cops show no, up. No, he was blasting. He lives across the street from a school. Oh, that's right. It was and blasting And he was noise. blasting uh, a Drake song that's full of N-word and F-word. And at, across the street at the school, a woman was picking up her kid, hears this music blasting, calls the cops. They show up. And uh, this guy, he starts to open the garage door. They say he had a gun. But he starts to open the garage door, and then he closes it, and a deputy shot him to death through the garage door. Now, and see, I would think there'd be huge liability with that. And did they ever find a gun? It doesn't say, say here if they ever did. Because even if he had a gun, uh, it's at that point, is it a risk? If it, well, if he's, here's the deal. If you can shoot at him through the door, he, he can, can shoot, shoot at, at you, you through the door. But there was, I'd still, I can't imagine a jury would not find tremendous liability, but uh, that's juries. But this is Florida, too. Well, this one's North Carolina, where police are testing recording devices, cameras on the muzzles of guns. The Hill Devil Hills Police Department. I know, now, I thought, wow, of okay. all places. Yeah, now, uh, a little historical side note. Kill Devil Hills. You know something about oh, Kill Devil absolutely. Hills? Oh, absolutely. This is where the Wright brothers had their first manned flight. No kidding. I know it's Kitty Hawk, but the yeah. actual physical location was Kill Devil Hills. The things you teach us. There you go. Know. Hey. Seriously. A little obscure historical fact. This system is expensive, but it's a great idea because that is absolutely the best vantage point. Because you're right there. If you, to see it from the, uh, the perspective of the, the gun, gun itself. Yeah. It's the gun sight. So, effectively absolutely so audio tapes have, oh sorry oh, i was sorry when you said it was pricey it's 500 to 700 dollars. Yeah. audio tapes of michael cohen have surfaced making legal threats against a journalist cohen me cohen you uh it's a reporter named tim mack and uh he works for npr now but he wrote a story for the daily beast and in that story he referenced an incident from a book that somebody else wrote called Lost Tycoon, The Many Lives of Donald J. Trump. And it's basically uh, Trump's first wife said that he raped her once and uh, that there was a violent assault. So Cohen calls him up and basically is screaming at him, cursing at him, saying you can't rape your spouse. Wrong. Right. You in- can. Incorrect. You certainly right. can. And that he's basically going to sue the reporter out of existence. I will take you for every penny you still don't have. And, man, Michael Cohen sounds like the worst kind of New York thug in this phone call. Lovely. Well, we now have a new chair of the USC Board of Trustees. It's Rick Caruso. He was already leading the special committee overseeing the investigation into the sexual misconduct at the Student Health Center. He's uh, the mall magnet. Yeah. And uh, he is, uh, what, the uh, he has uh, the Grove, uh, the Glendale. Americana. Uh, the Americana. Glendale. I mean, he's got a lot of them. So now they brought him in. Uh, he's got a pretty good reputation. Uh, the only issue is uh, that uh, he is arguing to turn USC into a mall. And uh, the school <laughs> is saying, wait a minute. You know, we're not going to go that far. Knock down these dorms. We need to put a cheesecake factory uh, up here. <laughs> sure. All right, guys, let's take a break. Uh, and we'll come back and uh, finish it up. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. And it's 
It's KFI Handle here on a uh, Friday morning. Oh, you know who I'm interviewing uh, at 8 o'clock? James Clapper. James Clapper. Oh, great. Yeah. And the lights are going to keep going yeah. on and off during the interview. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Former director of national intelligence. Head honcho. Hates Donald Trump. Wow, what a shocker. An intelligence guy hating Donald Trump, right? I'd like to see an intelligence guy who likes Donald Trump. All right, back we go. Let's finish up. Handle on the news. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. I know you're going to be talking about the USC gynecologist who is now being criminally investigated for uh, what he did to all of his patients. Well, a UCLA cardiologist has been stripped of his medical license. State regulators describing him as a sexual predator. Yep, another one. Another doctor. Dr. Guillermo Andres Cortez. Uh, an administrative law judge ruled that he presents a risk of immediate and serious injury to the public if he's allowed to continue working as a doctor. And so they stripped him of his li- license temporarily. Right. He's, he's, entitled, to a, and... he's entitled to a full hearing, uh, which he will get, uh, which he certainly uh, will appear at and argue how he should keep his medical license. But that's a tough one. And they don't, it's very rare when the medical board yanks a license. I mean, you've got to do a lot of bad stuff. Well, and I think, too, that investigators think more women might come forward. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's probably part of it. Yeah, yeah. so the allegation actually is bad stuff. If you read, He sexually read the- assaulted coworkers, they're saying, including one of them multiple times. Mm. Well, kind of good news for L.A. County, but not so kind of good news for other areas in SoCal. When it comes to the homeless, L.A. County's homeless numbers fell 3%. It went from 53,000 to about 50,000 people. But while that went down slightly, other places saw increases, like San Fernando Valley saw a 6% increase in homelessness. San Gabriel Valley saw a similar increase, 5%. South Bay saw 3%. So it's kind of a good news, bad news. Of course, you have all the officials it's still in, huge. Still huge. 50,000 people. Yeah, on 52 or 53,000 homeless. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yep. The head of the Chamber of Commerce says that President Trump's trade policies could uh, put up to two and a half million, maybe even more U.S. Yeah. jobs at risk. Oh, trade wins. And he breaks it down. And he's using outside uh, research. NAFTA, if we get rid of NAFTA, that's as many as 1.8 million jobs in the first year. The China tariffs, just the China tariffs, 134,000 jobs. Generally, the steel and aluminum tariffs, 470,000 jobs. Autos and auto parts, 157,000 jobs. A lot of people. And now some people are going to win. It's always the case when you throw up tariffs because they're protectionists. So you got the steel and the aluminum folks. They're just jumping up and down with joy because uh, they're not going. To, they're not going to compete anymore with uh, the various countries that produce aluminum steel. Mexico, a big one, by the way. People don't think of Mexico uh, providing steel, uh, but the problem is that the retaliatory tariffs are going to nail the Trump's base, and that is going to be very interesting. Because you're going to see a lot of people losing their jobs. And uh, you have to be very careful uh, at whose jobs you lose. And we're talking about mid-America. Uh, the, it's just it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. I think it's going to nail him. I truly do. On the other side, he's saying, you know, I'm just sick and tired of, being, of the United States being uh, totally bamboozled and taken advantage of. And he's right. 
I don't know which way you go on this one. Yeah, there are a lot of people saying he didn't have a choice. Yeah. If you take the premise that he says, we're done. We're done with China and these other countries running roughshod over us. Although the tariffs exclude China right now that are kicking in. It's Mexico, Canada. It's the uh, UE. It's not China. See, the messaging is not clear on who's bamboozling us that we need to go after. Well, I think we all need to move to Vermont because we'd get an extra $10,000 if we work remotely from home. Moonlight in Vermont. They need people. There aren't enough workers there. No, they say, please come to Vermont because we've got a deal for you. So if you work remotely... But live in Vermont. Well, you would have to live, yeah, live in Vermont. You would get an extra $10,000 if you're willing to move to Vermont. So So you've got to be a a full-time employee from an out-of-state business, work primarily from home or a co-working space, and become a full-time resident on or after January 1st of 2019. Now, uh, total, this, I love this stat. Uh, For next year, the total grants... Is a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. So at ten people, that is uh, twelve people, uh, right? Well, it's five thousand a year. Yeah, but over but over the course of uh, so one hundred twenty-five a year divided by uh, by five. Twenty. It's twenty-five people. Twenty-five people. I have that wrong. Which seems very very low, but. Considering it's Vermont, that would double the employment base. <laughs> well, now they're gonna if you get if you get twenty five people to move there, they're gonna have traffic jams. Uh, that's true. Uh, and uh, uh, let's quickly do this one. Yeah, uh, Disneyland has announced uh, a proposed wage offer. They say it's a thirty six percent increase for their workers over three years, and they're doing this just a couple of days before Bernie Sanders is set to meet with the Disneyland unions. And maybe they're worried that he is really going to froth them up. Oh, of course he is. And if they can make a deal before he shows up, uh, good for the company. That's it. They're going to, by 2020, they'll be making $15 an hour. Now, uh, that beats the state minimum uh, by two years. So this is not a huge, insane deal. Uh, But uh, it's uh, certainly better than, than nothing. And the Disney employees... Uh, there, there's been a contention between Disney employees. Uh, Walt Disney, for example, when the uh, when the workers became unionized, he went berserk. He went nuts when Disneyland first unionized, uh, or even attempted to unionize. Uh, he was a, a, a rabid anti-unionist. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, okay, uh, we're done. Uh, coming up, uh, the tariffs and the retaliation threats. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, I misread that. Okay, uh, something far more important than tariffs and uh, people, hundreds, millions of people losing their jobs. Samantha B versus Roseanne. Yep. How about that? Hypocrisy? Uh, that's the argument. I'm going to tell you why it happened and why. Big difference between Roseanne and Samantha B. All right, that's coming right up. KFI AM 640.